What's your favourite day of the week, Emma? Monday! Monday! <laughs> this is episode three of Unbelievable, the weekly podcast where we dissect our favourite chat mag articles. I'm Katie. And I'm Emma. And we're going to compete to rate the unbelievability of each article. So sit back with your cup of tea, grab a glass of Prosecco, and get ready for another episode of Unbelievable. So, Emma, today I bring you um, a dream analysis from Roy DeLoon, who is a night guru. A night guru? <laughs> with night with a K or night as in night time? Night as in night time. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have a submission from <laughs> Michaela, 34, from Richmond in Surrey. So oh, okay. Cl- close, close to home, Richmond. But we've got a little message that says, Dear Roy DeLoon. <laughs> Did he use his first name? His full name. I'm appalled. I dreamt I had sex with Saddam Hussein. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, What's her name? Michaela, 34. God, Michaela. It's dark. <laughs> That's the entire submission to Roy DeLune. <laughs> He's responded. Dear Michaela, dreaming about having sex with someone usually represents two things. One, your libido could be sending you an urgent distress signal as your love life leaves <laughs> a lot to be desired. Two, psychologically, you're conflicted by an aspect of yourself as symbolised by the person you've been making love with. In this case, Saddam Hussein. Have a think about how you <laughs> felt in your dream, as that will give you some pointers as to what it is about yourself you need to address. Um and that's it. <laughs> but my f- my favourite thing so about confused. this is that there's just a cut out photo of Saddam Hussein's face <laughs> next to the article, <laughs> just frowning, looking very severe. Just that's a little. So weird. <laughs> Why would she write into that instead of just telling your mate, "Oh, I had a really weird dream I don't about know. Saddam Hussein." Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily write in with that one. But it's bizarre. They're clearly running out of stuff to write. <laughs> But the title, the title of that submission is "But he disgusted me." <laughs> <laughs> it's like Michaela's some like rich housewife in Richmond, <laughs> dreaming of Saddam Hussein. You know what, Michaela? There's no judgment here. I'm confused at why she thinks anyone cares. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just don't worry about it. It's your... I just think how. Oh. I don't want to be too harsh on Michaela, but I think her life is really boring and she's trying to spice it up a bit. <laughs> it's really savage. But... Roy DeLune was quite, uh, you know, open about that. But I have a yeah. recurring, well, I used to have a recurring dream that Matt Berry was taking me to dinner. <laughs> and I was quite confused. I didn't know that. But, yeah, so I'd be sat in a restaurant with him and he'd be like, Katie! <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be so mortified and I'd be like, shh, shh, stop shouting. <laughs> like, Put your voice down, please. Please, yeah. Matt, people are looking. So I'm starting to feel better about my Matt Berry restaurant dream. <laughs> I'm just so confused at this woman. <laughs> um, that's it. Please get a hobby. There we go. Michaela's dreaming about Saddam oh. Hussein. <laughs> I just think that's the most mundane story <laughs> ever. <laughs> We're literally meant to be judging it based on how unbelievable, but there's nothing I don't believe about that story. That's just, just she literally is just saying her dream, and he's like, "Yep, okay, that was rubbish." <laughs> <laughs> what a crap submission! <laughs> I 
<laughs> that a four because oh. that's just the most I, likely scenario. It's just oh, she had a dream about Saddam Hussein. I was just taken by surprise by the cut-out face when I was scrolling through the magazine. I just don't understand why her only submission was that sentence. <laughs> cool. I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, she doesn't go into any details about the dream. I'm appalled. I dreamt I had sex with Saddam Hussein. (laughs) (laughs) She isn't even asking for advice. (laughs) It's just a statement. She's just making a statement. But she... How much did she... Because you get paid, don't you, for writing it? And I wonder how much she got paid. Like, 50 quid? Do you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we need to do one. You get paid, like, £300 if you do one of the big stories. (laughs) We're going in for a big catch (laughs) of the day. You need to tell them about Matt Berry. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay, so Katie, I'm going to read this one out slightly differently. Okay. So I'm going to read the article's response before I read the reader's submission <laughs> and what it's actually about. Okay. So this this is what it says. Sadly, she is struggling with her loss. She feels separated from the group and like she has no one looking out for her. So the grammar's terrible. But it's a catch-22 situation is that she needs a new friend she can pair up with, but she needs to accept him after her loss. It's like she's retreated. Anything you could do to provide stimulation would help, but she is very sad, as a lot of her confidence was due to having Grandpa Joe at her side. So you think, oh, that's obviously really sad. Someone's lost someone. So uh, what do you think this is about, Katie? I actually, can I, I actually think I might know. Can I guess? (laughs) Yeah. I I reckon it's in response to like a pet reading. <laughs> yeah, is. is it? <laughs> is it like but a guinea pig one... or something? No, this is wild. Okay, so the uh, the person who's struggling with her loss is actually Beatrice the pigeon. <laughs> a pigeon. <laughs> Who recently lost Grandpa Joe, another pigeon. <laughs> oh, was it the pigeon's grandpa? No, no, no. They were just friends. They were mates, apparently. No, but is it a pigeon? It's two pigeons, not a pigeon and a human. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's two pigeons, and one of the pigeons is called Grandpa Joe. Uh, so, <laughs> but can you, do you want to guess who's given this information? Yeah, I was going to say, who's written in the pigeon? <laughs> no, 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 who's, who's the one saying this? Who wrote the response? <laughs> I don't know, I'm so confused. <laughs> the person who wrote the response is Texas the Psychic Horse. <laughs> are you winding me up no i promise you so texas the psychic horse tells the person who's writing the article how the pet feels so a human is interpreting the psychic horse (laughs) yeah texas the psychic animal yeah so uh Texas the psychic horse tells animal communicator Holly Davis how someone else's pet. <laughs> so it's just, I was reading it and I was utterly baffled. So someone's pigeon, Grandpa Joe died, yeah? Yeah. They're left with Beatrice the pigeon. <laughs> we can't just accept that, yeah? And Texas the, Psy- Texas the psychic horse is interpreting Beatrice's loss. About Grandpa Joe the Pigeon. But how do they interact? Because a Zoom call's not going to work between a pigeon and a horse. Okay, so this is all they're given. Could you please give me some insight to my pigeon Beatrice? She has lost her beloved friend Grandpa Joe, another of my pigeons who's gone missing. She's skittish and doesn't like to be held as much as she used to. All the other pigeons have paired off. Is she craving another mate? (laughs) So that's all they were told. And Texas the psychic horse somehow interpreted... 
<laughs> how Beatrice the pigeon is feeling because of the loss. So when if you listen to the response, it seems like oh, this is heartfelt thing, like someone's lost yeah, their grandpa. Yeah. No, it's pigeons and a psychic horse. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> what, done. What I'm magazine so done. is that in? Oh, this was Take a Break, something like Fate and Fortune or something. Brilliant. But this is a weekly thing. Texas, a psychic horse <laughs> is a regular. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear the response from the pigeon owner? Yeah. She goes, oh, how sweet. My girlfriend and I love our pigeons. They're so intelligent and they mate for life. What Texas says rings true. We are going to look for a friend for Beatrice so she can have a pal to pair up with. Hopefully that will cheer her up. Aww. Good old Texas a psychic horse. Telling Holly Davis, who then tells the pigeons. The journalism industry is so competitive, yet Texas the psychic horse has got a leading column. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I just hate it because it's literally there's so many steps between pets and communicators. Yeah, it's just a human <laughs> writing to another human. <laughs> it's why it is. Because humans are the ones no, capable not. of writing. You've not seen Texas the Psychic Horse. What does it look like? <laughs> Do you mean it just looks like a speckly horse? <laughs> it hasn't got like a third eye or a crystalline. <laughs> but I really don't like Beatrice the Pigeon. She's flesh coloured and it's creeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> what has Texas the psychic horse done to prove his psychic ability? Like the page next to it says, I've recently taken in a cat. She previously belonged to a friend in a house full of cats, blah, 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 blah. The cat's feeling scared. Unfortunately, my rabbit Peaches doesn't like the cat. What can I do? And so Texas the psychic horse told Holly Davis to write <laughs> that rabbits are prey and cats are predators. So it's not unusual. Give her somewhere to hide. <laughs> Oh, sound logic from Texas, the psychic horse. Yeah, so then, so there's so many steps because then the reader has to write back and go, oh, thank you, Texas. That, that, that rings true. <laughs> I don't believe Texas is a psychic horse and I don't believe... You don't, I do. Holly How the else human are they is... all these thoughts? <laughs> interpreting it. Um, <laughs> I reckon that's a seven. Do you? I thought I'd be higher than that. Because, I mean, do you, do you really believe... That Grandpa Joe and Beatrice the Pigeon told the reader how they feel and then Texas the Psychic Horse responded I think through the, someone. I think the response was fair enough. It wasn't a ridiculous answer. So <laughs> Holly slash Texas sort of know they're pigeons. I've been absolutely robbed. <laughs> Seven. Find me an article that's more unbelievable than Texas the Psychic Horse. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> You're doing me dirty this week. I've actually got some animal-themed articles as well for you, so they sort of link together. I'm going to be just as harsh on yours. So for this article, we've got a submission from Susanna Coppel, who's 57 from London, and she's having some issues with her pet cat. Oh, okay. Let's hear about her issues. The title of this is Lion Tamer. (laughs) Okay. When I put on my meditation CD, I expected to have a relaxing time. Instead, I had a past life flashback. (laughs) I don't know how this relates to her cat. I was a Christian woman trapped by the thick walls of the Colosseum in ancient Rome. Kill! Kill! The crowd (laughs) chanted. (laughs) A pack of lions closed around me. I was paralysed with fear. I saw a massive male lion coming nearer, but rather than rip me to pieces, he sat on me and used his back leg to crush my windpipe. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so weird. Yeah. Why has she thought of this? I don't know. Yes, I died. <laughs> but it was painless and quick. <laughs> Crushing your windpipe? So she's actually really grateful that the lion chose to just, just crush her windpipe instead <laughs> of Christ. biting her. So yes, I died, but it was painless and quick. Then the vision changed. <laughs> it was the same lion running towards me, but he had become my cat Jemima. I, be- <laughs> <laughs> I believed that the lion's soul reincarnated as Jemima so he could experience what it was like to lack power against a human. A kind of what? reversal. <laughs> and as a grown well, cat... You assume? <laughs> based on what? And as a grown cat, Jemima refused to sit on my lap. She must have been scared of hurting me again. <laughs> must have. But that wasn't all. Before the flashback, my name of... <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, Before the flashback, my nickname for her was Lioness of the Capelli House. <laughs> <laughs> I am sick of these people. I mean, nicknames are usually a lot shorter. Lioness of the Capelli House. <laughs> if, if your cat is called Jemima, you'd reckon like... Mima or like Gem or something. <laughs> Lioness of the Capelli house. <laughs> but you know what's really annoying about that? Like that's just irritating. The fact that she's pretending like she's had these visions about lions. She literally yeah. calls her cat the lion. Come on. <laughs> I had literally just used your imagination it's just gone wild. I had no clue why I called her that, but now it makes sense. <laughs> <You> decided to. <laughs> Plus, I've always hated having anything around my neck because it makes me feel like I'm being strangled. It's not surprising <laughs> now I know that I've been suffocated before. <laughs> so sadly, lion. sadly, Jemima has passed away, but I like to think Aww. that my kindness in this life repaid her good turn all those centuries ago in Rome. Sorry, <laughs> it wasn't a good turn though because it sat and crushed a windpipe. I don't understand. <laughs> How has she interpreted this situation? I don't. She's really happy that she only had her windpipe crushed by the back leg of a lion. <laughs> she seems really like too happy about it. Yeah, like she's chuffed by it. How has she got no resentment for the fact that she was put in the lion enclosure in the first place? I don't know. Like, it literally killed her to the chant of, kill, kill. (laughs) (laughs) It really showed her some mercy by crushing her windpipe. (laughs) I know, and the weird... Why is she fixated on the lying and not, like, the context of the situation? It is quite odd, isn't it? But I love that... Yeah, it's really bizarre. With the article, there is a cutout of a lion roaring next to a quite a strange photo of Jemima the cat whose eyes are just <laughs> wide open staring into the camera <laughs> it does look haunted to be fair like if any cat was <laughs> to have had a cat. past life it would be this cat the lioness of the Capelli house <laughs> lioness of the Capelli house is haunted <laughs> it's a demon cat um, so there we go that is Susanna Capelli uh, and her lioness of the Capelli house Oh, it's just bizarre. Yeah. I actually have another pet story if you'd like to hear Go it. Go on then. So this one is titled Master of the Hunt. <laughs> and <laughs> this this has been sent in by Suleet53. <laughs> so in this one, a dog ripped her apart. <laughs> and then in the next life, her little puppy was staring at her. <laughs> Suleet53 from Thetford in Norfolk. Two years ago, I decided to get a companion for my dog, Pluto. I went to my local dog rescue centre and met Monty. 
He's oh. a handful, I was told, <laughs> which is exactly what you want to hear when you're adopting a dog. <laughs> the people who are used to training dogs are going, Ooh. I took Pluto to play with Monty and they got on beautifully, although I'd Aww. been warned Monty wouldn't tolerate any other dogs. <laughs> Why, did she get... <laughs> Why did she get Monty? <laughs> you're literally getting it for the sole purpose of giving your other dog a yeah. companion. Um, if I was Pluto, I'd be absolutely fuming. <laughs> <laughs> well, this woman's an idiot, but carry on. The charity allowed me to adopt him. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, though, I kept on picking up a psychic message from him. It was, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of who? The dog? That's from Monty just kept saying, I'm so sorry to her telepathically. <laughs> so Monty's the one they've just adopted? Yeah. Or the original one. Monty's the new dog. Oh yeah, Pluto's a first. Okay. And I've got yeah. I've got a picture of him and he's a black and white spotty dog. I'm a hypnotherapist and use past life regression with clients. <laughs> of course, of course you do. she is. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if I had a past life link with Monty, so I regressed myself. To my okay. amazement, I had four feet instead of two and a long flowing mane. I was a stallion with a herd of mares living in a canyon in America. <laughs> For God's sake. I'm just so done with this now. Fear kicked in as I saw two hunters from a local tribe approaching. One of them was a young boy with the soul of Monty. <laughs> I feel at this point there's just no connection to any of these past lives. They're just stories that they quite like it's the sound like of and little... somehow find a way. It's like if you find your mind wandering and you're like, oh, that's like a weird thought. That's it. You just let it go. But these people like literally They cling on to it. it. Yeah. They write. They write a... This is the bit that always baffles me. They didn't just think it. They didn't just write it. They wrote it down, read it through a couple of times, changed what they wanted to say, sent it in. Someone <laughs> read it, thought, yep, <laughs> And now we're reading it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so many levels to this. We're not going to hurt you, Monty communicated to me. He had the gift <laughs> of speaking to animals. <laughs> oh, so a boy in America has the gift of speaking to yeah. horses. And that happens to be her dog. <laughs> the soul of her dog in the boy and she's in a horse. Okay, right. <laughs> but there was a horrible squeal and one of my foals collapsed with an arrow sticking out of it. Betrayed, Aww. I rushed my herd to safety as Monty looked on, devastated. <laughs> Back in the present, I realised Monty felt his gift had been abused. He hadn't known about the plan to bring down the foal. Using visualisation <laughs> skills, I reimagined the scene. I saw the... What? <laughs> so she's just thinking. <laughs> Visualisation skills. She's just... You're just thinking. <laughs> yeah. I... She's just having thoughts. <laughs> I reimagined the She invented the scene. thinking. I saw the tribe and horses working together in harmony. It's strange to think Monty hunted me in a past life, but he's making up for it with lots of cuddles in this one. No, he didn't. He was a little boy that didn't... This just makes no sense. Oh god, this winding me up a little bit. I just don't I'm just using my visualization skills. Give it a rest. Her visualization skills haven't actually achieved anything because she's just thought about it. <laughs> it's not like I revisualized and then Monty got on with all dogs forever. <laughs> yeah, or she's not saying that she pictured the scene but with a different ending and then communicated that to Monty. She just thought about it a bit more and then that's the end of the article. <laughs> But she she 
thought that that was such an important step that she wrote it down. Using visualisation skills. <laughs> so that's the story of Monty, the master of the hunt. Can I just point out that the beginning of that then, so she was using her imagined, because clearly she's made all of this up. She was thinking about it, but not picturing anything. So what was she thinking about? <laughs> she has to specifically apply her visualisation. So before that, what was she thinking? Just the word. <laughs> there is that thing. It's like, um, there was an article on it recent, like a real article. And it was that there was... What are you implying? Two types of thinkers. There's people that think in imagery and people that think in like voice and words. So that's her visualisation Yeah, I guess yeah, she's a separate for- part of her brain. She's maybe a, a spoken thinker and forcing it into pictures. So that is the story <laughs> of Sue Lee. Oh. Sue, I don't even know what to tell you at this point. What, she, what was it called? The Hunt? Uh, Master of the Hunt. How unbelievable do you think that is? I don't believe a word of it, honestly. They're just... I give that a seven as well. A seven? Oh, we're, we're not doing yeah. that great. It's all right, we've got a couple to bring it back with. Okay, so I've got another angel story this week. Brilliant. So it's from Ruthie, 58. Angels grant my wishes. Like a genie. Now, this one starts off really lovely and wholesome and it just ends up with her taking the absolute myth. (laughs) I hugged my pillow and caught my breath from crying. It was the middle of the day, but I was lying in bed feeling like my life was over. My marriage was crumbling. My husband was working away in France and I was £30,000 in debt. There seemed no hope, which is really sad, obviously. Angels, help me, I thought. Just then, I saw something at the end of my bed. A figure appeared, then another, then another. Soon, five female figures, all in white, were standing at the end of my bed. S Club, never had a dream come true. (laughs) Then a male figure with golden hair appeared. They're angels, I thought. Seconds later, the male figure walked past, smiling warmly as he went. Then they all vanished. Tears gone, I felt full of a calm, happy energy. Next morning, I left my husband. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I'd wanted to for ages, and I was now filled with an energy to do what felt right. But I had nothing. No home, no money. I sofa surfed with friends for months, but I couldn't live like this forever. Please, angels, can I have a house with a little garden? I sighed out loud one day. I was working as a PA, and the next day, my boss told me about a doctor friend who was renting out a house with a garden. I met the doctor who said I didn't have to pay any rent as long as I decorated the place. I snapped it up. That's a weird arrangement. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that one. I know. I snapped it up. I was so happy, even though I had no furniture. (laughs) So get ready. I was sure the angels had helped me find a home, so yet again, I turned to them for help. Angels, could I have a pine bed? I asked. (laughs) (laughs) A pine bed? So specific, not like a mattress. Please, can I have a soft thing to sleep on? A pine bed? Later that day, a friend called. She was getting rid of a pine bed. Oh, for goodness (laughs) sake. Why is it so specific? I don't know. You'd think, oh, if you've got no furniture, you'll have anything. anything. Pine only. Someone's like, I've got a lovely oak frame for you. No, pine. <laughs> I want a four-poster regal bed, please. <laughs> what about this nice modern metal one? No, pine. Let's <laughs> say, so get ready for this bit. Then my washing machine broke. Oh, angels, if only I had a new washing machine. A brand new Zanussi would be fab. <gasps> <laughs> Why is she doing a shopping list? She's really taken a mick. I couldn't believe it when a friend called days later <laughs> saying her mother-in-law had died and was getting rid of a new washing machine. When she brought it over, I gasped. A top-of-the-range Stanusi! I beamed. <laughs> and all it cost was the death of someone's mother. They say that if to get something, someone... So it needs to give. 
there's just people <laughs> dropping like flies left, right and centre for this pine bed and washing machine. Yeah. The angels had done it again. All I needed now was bedroom furniture because obviously the pine bed wasn't enough. I spoke to a friend who was moving to Australia and had something she was selling. It must be worth at least 1300 she said. I didn't say anything, but I only had £150. A while later, she called back and said, I'll take 150 for it. (laughs) (laughs) So she's losing out on over £1,000 there, so I don't know why she would go down that dramatically. The angel's at work again. Then a friend told me her son had bought a new TV and was getting rid of his old one. I only had £80, I thought to myself. I think he'd take £80, she said. She had it. She needs to not spend her only £80 on a telly and, like, sorry, but sort your life out. The telly isn't priority. <laughs> I know. Get some bedding or something, please. <laughs> I only want Kath Kidson finest <laughs> cotton bedding. Please, angels. I want a nice china set, please, angels. <laughs> I settled into my home and thanked the angels every day but I had one last wish I didn't dare ask. So she thinks this one's a little bit too cheeky. I have to ask you for a brand new Zanussi washing machine. (laughs) Until one day in 2012, I said, angels, I wish I had love, but wait for it, Katie. Yeah, that's cute, but wait until she gets really specific. A man who loves photos and has a WV camper van. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean a VW? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I read it wrong. Why? Right. No, stop it. (laughs) She's taking the mic completely. Imagine me being like, I want my one wish granted. A man with a Mercedes, please. (laughs) (laughs) With a 19 reg plate. Not a Bentley. A few days later, I got back in contact with Lee, an old friend. We met up and I fancied him straight away. He told me, my hobby is photography and I've got a VW camper van. She's just always fancied Lee and knew that he liked photography and had yeah, a camper obviously. van. He's not a random stranger she's just met and it happens to be a coincidence. He's an <laughs> old friend. It was as if the angels had wrapped their arms around me and said, see what happens when you ask for our help? Lee and I are still together living in Colchester and I can't thank the angels enough for all their gifts. And if you don't ask, you don't get. I mean, yeah, Ruthie, you, you, you proved that with your washing machine, to be honest, <laughs> and your pine bed. But Is it more like she's aware of what she wants and she's then going after the things that she wants, which is a good thing? Like, you're meant to speak into existence, aren't you? Yeah, but she's taking the bick a bit. And I think if she's telling everyone, oh, I want a pine bed, someone with a pine bed. I mean, it's not like they're very fashionable. No one wants a pine bed. Well, <laughs> it's just more like she's telling people that are able to help her what she wants. And then they happen to want to also help her because they're good friends. Yeah, she's 58. Like, surely all her mates will have bits and pieces of furniture from... Yeah, they're in a different place, aren't they? They're going to have... Yeah, yeah, it's not like they're all, like, teenagers with nothing. She's a 58-year-old woman. She has nothing, and they know that her situation is bad. They're going to try and help out, and it's just... I mean, there's a new seat washing machine. (laughs) 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 But someone did die for that to happen. (laughs) So do you reckon that it's totally unrelated to the angels? I don't know. Do you think when she saw the... It is a bit weird, isn't it? It is weird because we don't actually know if she told her friends specifically what she wanted because she made out she just said it in the pro- like privacy of her own home. Yeah. Also, we don't know if she's telling the truth for all we know. She might have had 180 quid and went, oh, it's, it's close enough to 150 quid. I mean, the fact that all her mates are... And they surely would know how much money she had if she's like only has the specific amount they're asking for. Well, they know she's broke. Yeah. 
Hmm. But I don't get when she said, I only had £150. And then I only had £80. So you didn't. You had, what, 230 quid? <laughs> well, she might have earned it in between. But I don't think her like she should be spending every penny that she owns on decorating a house. <laughs> like <laughs> On the not... house she doesn't pay rent for. Get your bed and stuff, but... A TV is a bit of a luxury. The TV, you're taking the mick a bit when someone's letting you live there for free. If you've got a spare 80 quid, give them like 20 quid at least, you know what I mean? (laughs) Give them something. You're staying in his house for free. Well, she was meant to decorate it, wasn't she? But I don't know if that means furnish it because there's no talk about her going to B&Q and buying a couple of pots of paint. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like decorate is not her finding furniture she should have gone other people's angels mates. please decorate this house for me so i never have to think about it and then she just wakes up and it's just done yeah if she said that i'd be convinced but if if the man was saying can you furnish like you can stay in it for free but furnish it she's just finding odd bits wherever and feel like <laughs> yeah, that's not what i had in mind all your mates crap from their garages <laughs> this doctor comes back expecting a really beautifully furnished house a ramshackle pine bed and an old dishwasher. <laughs> and then the VW camper van outside. <laughs> it is nice though, isn't it? It's got a nice little happy ending. I'm glad she's out of the sadness, but... Yeah, because it starts off really sad. I hugged my pillow and caught my breath from crying. That's really Aww, sad. Yeah, it She is. seems like a really cute little old lady as well. She's in a little sun hat in the photo. So I reckon she just spoke her things into existence she decided what she wanted and she found a way to get what she wanted if we say that speaking things into existence is a thing then who's granting it is that the angels i'm not against any of these ideas i do think there's weird forces at work that we don't know about but from another perspective if you decide what you want sometimes you don't go after something you want because you don't know what you want and yeah. if you're at the point of vocalising what you want, you're more likely to know how to go about getting it. And also, it says here, angels, I wish I had love. A man who loves photos and has a WV camper van. A VW camper van. I did it again. <laughs> and a VW camper van. A few days later, I got back in contact with Lee, an old friend. So oh, she yeah. So she knew. She she knew what she wanted and then she acted on it. <laughs> She's a bit of a gold digger, isn't she? She was like, oh, Lee's got a camper She's van. She's after the van. She she just decided what she wanted and it's probably the first time in a while that she knew what she wanted. Yeah, well, the fact that she said she wanted to divorce her husband for ages and didn't have the guts, I yeah. feel like... It is really cute though, isn't it? She yeah. sounds like a really cute little lady. Well, she's turned her life around. Ruthie as well. And I'm glad that she thinks it's the angels and like she feels in control. I don't think there's a negative to this story. No, it's not negative. It's just funny with the Zanussi washing machine. <laughs> she just keeps asking. <laughs> she is cheating. She takes the absolute... Yeah, she's absolutely rinsing these angels for all they've got. <laughs> They're like, bloody hell, not something else. <laughs> Nip off to Argos for me. I literally, I would have given up at the, the house with the little garden. I'd be happy with that. Angels, could I please have a pine bed? <laughs> Why didn't she just wish for like a stable income that she could buy the pine bed yeah (laughs) yeah please use your wishes better if you only had three wishes and one of them was for a pine bed what a waste (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're and and again you're staying in someone else's house for free like surely you'd wish for to own a house so let's assume there are angels maybe just no one has ever been that frank (laughs) (laughs) they were like fair play let's just sort her out everyone else is like i wish for riches and i wish for money and success she's so specific that yeah. they just they've got to do it it'd just be rude to ignore her at that point great no that that is 
Do you believe it? Yeah, I do believe it, actually. You do? I do, yeah. I do believe that she spoke her things into existence. <laughs> you know, that's not what I'm asking. Do you believe <laughs> the headline, Angels Grant My Wishes? <laughs> um, I'm not too against it. I don't know. Mm. I'm actually torn on this one because I'm not discrediting. Yeah, I'm not. I'm saying all this stuff probably did happen. She's so weirdly specific that I doubt she's lying about a pine bed. She looks like a really cute little lady. There's a photo of her on holiday in the camper van. <laughs> yeah, but I'm questioning. I'm even questioning the angels. Like, I wouldn't call them angels because I feel like that's got like a lot of religious connotation. Yeah, I get that. But then what would you call five female figures in white standing at the end of the bed with golden hair? might be the simulation coders or <laughs> you don't know like i'm not saying that she i don't know she saw them at the peak of her depression so it could just be totally imagined but also she was thirty thousand pound in debt i feel like she hasn't paid back a debt <laughs> i forgot about that bit put your 150 quid towards that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but don't buy any tv thirty thousand pounds towards your debt i did enjoy that story so the rating's not going to reflect that but i don't think she's made it up. what you think she's genuinely seen them at the end of her bed and she's i genuinely think she saw something but i don't know whether she created it in her own mind or not if she looked like a funny person, I'd be like, absolute nonsense, but she just looks like the sweetest little old age. I'm sort of on her side. Yeah, I'm rooting for Ruth. I might start asking for stuff and see what happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I give you a six? I enjoyed it. But a six? I, no, I'm just not that shocked by it. I don't think it's that unbelievable. Well, who won then? I don't know. I don't because know. we've given such low scores this week. <laughs> we could do a tie. Do you know what I think it is? I think that we're being so desensitised here that we can read this nonsense and go, yep, I see it, I see it. This one, it just feels quite honest. I don't I don't think it's a religious angel. She might have seen something. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to stick with my six, but it doesn't it doesn't reflect that I didn't enjoy the story. I'm sort of open to it. Yeah, to be fair, Ruthie is the one person we've read out so far in three episodes who I really like. I'm really rooting for her. Thank you, Emma. That was a wholesome story. Glad you enjoyed. What are you going to wish for now that you know the trick? I'd wish for more listeners on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So we've had the full spectrum of animal regressions this week, haven't we? We've had Monty and Jemima, the lioness of... (laughs) whatever house that was it's ridiculous <laughs> and of course Texas the psychic horse yeah who could forget Texas <laughs> I hope to hear from him soon <laughs> I think Texas might have been the star of the show to be honest yeah I think Texas won so I won again I won this episode I reckon Texas was pretty oh, good oh yeah <laughs> boy Saddam Hussein's sex stream did not help me out this week <laughs> <laughs> Saddam Hussein's sex stream was the most mundane story we've heard so far <laughs> I just thought it was so funny when I saw it. I might not have deserved to win, but you deserve to lose for that one. <laughs> I sacrificed myself for this week. So thanks everyone for listening. We've had some really good responses and it's really nice. If everyone could give us a rating on iTunes and subscribe and stuff, that really helps us out. It boosts the podcast. So far, the only review is from our dad. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please can someone review it so it's not just our dad. <laughs> 
so we've actually got some social media and stuff if you'd like to check us out um we are emma take it away twitter we are underscore unbelievable our gmail is unbelievablepodcast at gmail.com and our instagram is unbelievablepodcast as well see you next week bye